So I have to tell you, you know, something. And he's like, okay, you know, what is it, pumpkin? Pumpkin. Right, it just softened me up. And I'm like, well, dad, you know, I'm in a relationship now. I'm in Florida, I'm happy. And, um, and he was like, oh, okay, well, that's good. And I said, so, you know, my friend who I've been talking about, because, you know, we always, it's like a friend, a roommate, like, mm. right, like, it's never, like, just straight up, like, that's my girl. So, um, nah, girl. <laughs> right. So I tell my dad, and he tells me that he's happy that I finally felt comfortable telling him, and that he is proud of me, and that he has always been proud of me, and that he is happy that I am happy. That is the way you want your story to come out every time. And for so many of us, there's so much fear that we won't be accepted. This is how, this is not the only way that people wind up being terrorists and people wind up shooting up clubs. But this is one of the ways because we suppress it, because we keep it inside, because we're afraid of people's judgments, because we're not being authentic, because we're not living our best lives, because we're hiding out, because we're being secretive and it destroys us from the inside out. When I was able to let go of that and tell my dad, it seemed like my path opened up so wide to be able to do anything that I wanted, to be able to have the life that I wanted. And so that's really a good part of what's behind this show, is us being able to talk about what it's like to be who you are, all of the parts of yourself, to own them, to love them, to care for them, to nurture them, to cultivate them. You here for it, Mina? I'm here for it. I'm just taking it in, really. <laughs> like, I don't have any words because I'm taking it in. So, yeah, that is why Pride is such a big deal to me because last year was the first time that I was kind of, I've been to Pride. Heck, me and my other daughter walked, were, were, in, were at Pride, Mid-South Pride, walking around and they walked up to us and asked us to be in the parade and we wound up this is why i need to be at pride like, y'all really so this is the thing we go places and stuff happens it didn't surprise me at all it was like hey you you come over here be in the parade carry the flag we we're like ah <laughs> so that was um that was a great pride experience for me before that i really had only gone to one other pride that i snuck to in san diego when i was a teenager and it was... You went to one, one um, in Memphis before? That was the one I'm talking about, the one that I went to with nunchucks okay. and we wound up carrying the flag. I'm talking about last year. No, last year we were here. Yeah. And last year we wound up getting interviewed um, by the Tampa Bay Times and I was all in tears talking about that really being my first Pride being out. And nunchucks was like, but Ma, I thought you'd been to Pride. I was like, yeah, but I went to Pride and it was on a like slick kind of yeah I'm here I'm an ally like I didn't just get to go out and be my fabulous listen all the way all the way queened it up all kinds of hair and makeup and we look like fairies like everywhere that we went people were just like oh my god you guys look like fairies you guys are so wonderful we had to correct them we were like listen and we had to remind them like not only are we fairies but we're also mermaids get into it get into it so I'm excited that this is a pride where there are no secrets, where I don't have to, where I can just once again go and be all of my fabulous self. And I have fabulous friends who are coming to be extra fabulous with me. Like we're just going to be out there being everything again, doing the utmost because if you're not, if you're not slain, and there it is.
<laughs> so I'm excited about Pride coming up. And I think it's about time for us to go to a station drop or a promo. There's something that's supposed to go in here. Michelle, M Michelle, Miguel is going to show me. Miguel, <laughs> so show me what I need to do next. You have five minutes to play a, a commercial, so you're straight now for, for the, the time being right now. You, you can just keep on talking. Okay. So Miguel said... I can just keep on talking. So, Amina, what would you like to talk about? What would I like to talk about? What would you like to talk about? I would like to talk about this documentary that, not documentary, biopic that they're doing on my husband, Tupac Amaru Shakur. Yes, Tupac Amaru Shakur. My husband, um, yes, I'm a widow, I'm aware. Anyway. I wish y'all could see this baby flipping her afro. He... <laughs> People don't get the connection between me and Tupac. This is like, we click, okay? <laughs> yes, I realize he's dead. I'm not serious, guys. But I'm nervous to see how it's going to turn out. Because if it turns out trash, I'm going to read the bills. And it's my husband. It's like, you can't, you can't ruin that. It's Tupac. So, like, I... I don't know. I'm nervous. I mean, what are your views on it? I'm nervous about I'm going to go see it, of course. I would more than likely hate watch it because I feel like it's going to be very inaccurate. But, yeah. So, I feel you on that. And the thing is, I you saw the trailers and stuff before I did. And you were so upset. You were like, who is this man that they got to play my husband? He's not chunky. His face is just round. No, his body is round. <laughs> Listen, like, he's going to capture the essence of the spirit of Tupac. And who they get to play Jada? Like, who is that? I don't, I didn't understand that at all. And not like even. she looks older than Jada looks now. Because Jada doesn't age. Jada is the up vampire. there. Right, the she's with Pharrell. They're part of the vampire clan. They have Her clearly... Man, listen, Dougie Fresh legit, like, I've seen him in person up close. This man has not a wrinkle. I, I know that black don't crack, but they're, like, it's... Angela Bassett. Listen, it's well, otherworldly the way that these folks are kept. I just want to be kept that well. Like, look, I want to be well-preserved. So when y'all see me receiving my E-G-O-T, y'all gonna see me up there. Like What's an E-G-O-T? My Emmy, my Grammy, my Oscar, and my Tony. What do you do, child? Well, I entertain. I mean, are you not yet entertained? Oh. I'm a singer, a dancer, an actress, a poet. I mean, I fuck sometimes. But yes, that is what I do for the most part. True story. You do it all. Yes, ma'am. All right, Black Girl Magic. Come through, child. Come through. Make Bring mama proud. And gold glitter. You heard it here first. The baby is coming through bringing melanin and gold glitter. And for that, I'm eternally grateful because I feel like the future is in super good hands. Now, we got to get into the last part of the show. And I'm going to need your help with this, guys. Because going forward, I can't keep up with all the things that are news. Um, 
but I need to know all of the things that are news and all of the things that are important so we can talk about them. So this little nugget came across my timeline today because uh, sometimes I just don't get on the internet because sometimes the internet, y'all know the internets and webs be doing the most. I'm going to just, I'm going to say that. I be having to do a little cleanse from social media from time to time because it be too much, especially after uh, Prince died, I Listen, I'm still not over it. I'm still not you over it. You bought Purple Rain on DVD, and it is still in the plastic. Like it's it is, not it's still much. in the plastic. I can't watch the movie. I cannot listen to that wonderful CD that you bought me last year. Like I just haven't. Like my feelings are I still. Recovered. I man, and I listen. On the time we were supposed to go to Essence Fest, and Prince was gonna be there, and I was like, oh shoot, I'm gonna meet Prince. And then everything happened. And he's like, yeah. And they gonna get to be friends. So yeah, I feel like I met him though. Like at some point in my life. In my former life, definitely. True, definitely. True story. And not like like I don't feel like oh in my former life Prince and I were like lovers or like no I feel like in my former life. Prince was life giving. True story. That's exactly like how I feel. he might have been my daddy. He might have been my best friend, like... True story. Let's link. <laughs> <laughs> right, because I mess with the vision. I mess with the vision. Let's link. <laughs> so, so definitely um, not over that. And um, so, so coming back around to what I, was, what I was saying, we're getting to the part of the show that I like to call, You Tried It. Because let's face it, there are people out there doing things and saying things that might need to be called out and they might not always get that because you know some people have a lot of yes people around them mm -hmm. who won't tell them when they're messing up I'm fortunate because the one sitting across from me will call me out every single time I'm fortunate to be a part of a tribe that will hold me accountable and that will hold up the mirror so that I can take a look at my actions so when I try it, they let me know. So let's see. Who tried it this week? What's her name? Tanasha? Tanasha. Tanashi? See, see, that was all shade. All shade. No shade. But um Tanasha Tanashe? Um tried the heck out of it. Tried the heck out of it. So she's saying that she doesn't think her album black has people. done well exactly. because black people don't accept her no girl you don't accept you say that say that so there's been a lot of commentary on it and she's like her words were taken out of context people have definitely tried to come to defend her um and i agree i think that the that particular article that was written by that particular media outlet uh definitely used clickbait because it was like if you're a black artist you have to be rihanna or you have to be beyonce this is the thing. There are lots of talented artists out there who come in every shade. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say colorism plays a part in the black experience, right? We've seen it. We've seen it within our own families. Right. Um, the privilege of being light-skinned, the privilege of being thin, the privilege of being straight. We get it. We get that there are privileges in place. She falls on the light-skinned privilege side, and it's interesting to me that she's like basically 
they don't like me because I'm pretty. Like that like that seemed like it was her the crux of her argument. And I'm like, did you just call that girl an Instagram model? Go stand in the corner and think about your life. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. So, um, she, yeah, she just, she tried it. She tried it. <laughs> and she failed. <laughs> so, um, that poor baby, they have been dragging her all up and down timelines, news feeds, the Twitters, the book of faces, like everybody has been on her head. Um, and I feel for her. Oh, see, all shade, no tea. That, this is not that part of the show. This is not that part of the show. Um, and so, yeah, in, in the end, uh, Miss Tanache, we all know your name now. I don't know any of your music. Um, and I probably would not have known who you were, really, if it hadn't been for this little conversation that you had where you were misquoted. And for that, we got to say, you tried it. All right, Miguel, so where are we? Is it time to, yeah. looks like it's time to play uh, promos or music, because it's, it's about time for us to end the show, yeah? So can I play music before we end the show? Okay, so before we go into promos, we're going to close out with a little music. I would like to thank you all for joining me at The so Intersection. I have been your host, Malika Salam, along here, along with my guest host, Amina Avenida. Also known as the Chocolate Girl Wonder. You can follow me on Instagram at Harlem.Nights. Yes, that is at Harlem.Nights. Like the movie, just with a period in between. All right, y'all. It's been real. That's a thing called dead air. I'm working on it.